Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway? Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug and Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash Animations, Webtoons, and Shorts we grew up watching in the halcyon days of yore, the early 2000s. I'm Paul Rebrigan, with me is my co-host, John Ward. Excellent. We are here in the second episode of our third season, which is focused on Salad Fingers. John, what exactly are we looking at today? Uh, today we're watching the f- second Salad Fingers uh, in the Salad Fingers series, Friends. All right, well, let's jump right into it, John. It seems like in this clip, Salad Fingers is hosting a get-together. Uh, he is a very charming get-together at that. Um, he has He's bringing three of his friends, Hubert Cumberdale, uh, Marjorie Stewart Baxter, and Jeremy Fisher. Now, Paul, would you mind telling the audience what is unique about these friends? Well, uh, at least my favorite thing about them is that they appear to be felt finger puppets. <laughs> that they are. Yeah. Um, I would like to go through individually, Paul. Could you please tell me uh, who is Hubert Cumberdale and what does he taste like? So, Hubert Cumberdale is a finger puppet that's all white. He seems to be wearing a white tuxedo jacket. <laughs> and he apparently tastes of soot and poo. We yep. should say that uh, in the course of this episode, Salad Fingers does lick his various friends. Yes. Which uh, I think is a party foul in almost any situation. But I mean, I feel like he's already... He's already crossing the line by having his fingers inside of his friends uh, at the start of the party. Fair. And once you're doing that, you might as well lick them. Yeah. I feel like, really, it's expected at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so then we have Marjorie Stewart Baxter, uh, who I believe is the, the, only, uh, the only woman uh, attending the party. Seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and she has a full head of red hair. And uh, is wearing a pink dress. Mm. And uh, she tastes of sunshine dust. I think he says sunshine dust. The interesting thing, though, John, is I don't think he licks Jeremy Fisher, does he? No, he doesn't. And why do you, why do you think he doesn't lick Jeremy Fisher? Well, the, the licking order is it starts off with Marjorie, and then mm-hmm. it's Hubert, and then Jeremy would be next up. I'm assuming he's off-put by the fact that um, Stuart tastes of soot and poo, or sorry, Hubert tastes of soot and poo. And yeah, just decides I'm just not gonna lick Jeremy. Yeah, that definitely, that definitely sort of was the direction I was thinking he was going. Uh, that is just off put by the taste of Hubert Cumberdale. And who wouldn't be? Mm-hmm. So, Paul, you have written here that uh, he speaks in what may be Portuguese for a moment. Yeah, uh, if we're if we're going order of order of operations, we are introduced to the friends. He licks them. I think he offers them some fish, and then oh yes, yes speaks in fish. a language that sounds like a romance language, but one I don't speak. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it was it was uh, but it's also animated in a way that makes it scary, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like his mouth moves in different ways than than they're than we're used to, and I think his eyes get a little bit more starey. It's almost like he he goes completely blank for a second, and suddenly is back in World War One. Yeah. All right. So then we go to the outside of the house. <laughs> so they're inside of a house, apparently. 
Yeah, and Salad Fingers is apparently trying to get someone from outside to come in and help him get the fish out of the oven. So he's just sort of yelling help. Yeah, he's just yelling help. Uh, a child, right, right? Like, we assume this is a child due to the scale of the person. True. Unless Salad Fingers is like 14 feet tall. We have to I, I don't think so. He's guy. he's the same scale as all of the houses that he's been in. That yeah, we've seen. exactly. So we assume this is another child, maybe a slightly older child than the last episode. And mm. he asks him to come in and to help him retrieve the fish from the back of the oven um, because his he, he would only <laughs> he'd be able to uh, he, he he's not able to get the fish from the back of the oven and that the child's small subtle uh, sub uh, uh, what word am i trying to say i'm trying to trying say to say supple supple that's it his yeah. small supple frame is is what's going to enable him to get the fish from the back of the oven the child looks terrified right he looks terrified but he does go walk into the oven physically in order yes. to try to retrieve the fish Yes, this is one of those walk-in ovens for children that are mm-hmm. <laughs> conveniently placed at exactly ground height so they can just walk straight in. I'm also not clear on how the kid got it, like how the kid fits, because from the view we see, the fish is just sort of near the front of the oven on a rack, and it doesn't look like there's a child's worth of room there. No, it doesn't <sighs> It doesn't make a lot of sense, uh, but at the same time, you have to assume that maybe... Maybe there's some room in the door area, and maybe the child was trying okay. to like squeeze up there or something. Sure. Yeah. I mean, in any case, Salad Fingers is then distracted by what appears to be a rusty hook on the wall or a nail. Yeah, a nail or a hook, and uh, and he ends up impaling his finger on the hook, uh, and and blood starts to pour out, or as he calls it, the red water. And um, and this is this is where it gets so much creepier. Than the first episode. (laughs) Yes. He he then goes completely pale and has a sort of fever dream where he's in a meat locker and there's just blood everywhere. And which of his which of his friends shows up? Was it Uh, uh, Hubert? So so that would be uh, Hubert. Yeah. Hubert Cumberdale shows up and they have a nice screaming conversation. Yeah. When when Hubert Cumberdale screams, uh or talks, or whatever you'd want to call it. It definitely sounds like a scream. Like, mm. blackness comes out of his mouth, like, sprays out of his mouth. It's so but creepy. Yeah. Yep, it's very creepy. And uh, and he just goes around feeling hooks and feeling... Feeling the meat. meats. Yep, until yeah. until uh, until he comes out of his, uh, his hallucination. Yep, at which point we realize, I guess we sort of saw the oven door close before, but that the child is still in the oven, is now dead and cooked, and Saladfinger says something to the effect of, boy, it smells like that fish is done. Yeah, uh, so at no point in time do we know that the kid is killed and cooked. Like, like theoretically, Saladfingers could have passed out and the kid could have gotten out. So, like, I think that, I think that he's a pro... Um, there's, there's, like, a line there that was not crossed. Like, we don't <laughs> open up the oven and see the cooked kid or anything like that. True, but it's definitely but it, strongly applied that the kids are not getting cooked. Yeah, and so I think I think this is strangely enough, Paul. I think this is one of like the strengths of uh, flash animation in the sense that like 
you know, as a kid, I could watch this and be like, oh, wow, this is something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels dangerous in a way that, you know, cartoons don't normally. And so True. it introduced me to like new paradigms of animation. Like, what can you do with animation? Can you be sort of surreal and creepy and stuff like that without being like, you know, undercutting it with jokes or something like that? Uh, and yeah, you can. Now, is this my personal aesthetic or direction that I go personally? Not, not usually, but it still was, a, you know, sort of a checking point for, for like, what, what animation can do. Sure. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, and I think we're going to have to keep an eye out as we keep looking at salad fingers for times <laughs> when they approach that line Yeah. And don't literally I have a show feeling us the that- kid in the oven. I have a feeling we're hurtling towards, we're hurtling over that line. (laughs) (laughs) We almost certainly are. I don't remember what the third episode is in the least. But John, I feel like we can assign some clear morals Mm -hmm. to this episode in particular. Yep. I think that uh, a moral certainly is, is that if somebody's as creepy looking as Solid Fingers, you you shouldn't help them. (laughs) Sure. Yep. (laughs) That's That's the direct moral I'd write at the end of the book. I have a sort of related moral, which is that if a situation makes you uncomfortable, it's completely okay to bail. Oh, that's a good one. Yep, but I, I like, like yours. That one a it's lot. a little, yours is a little more punchy. <laughs> yeah, mine's mine's more specific. I think. Well, is there anything else specific to this episode you'd like to go through, John? Uh, no. Uh, just I, uh, oh, so about like I, I didn't want to leave that hanging. Uh. So the reason why I don't think that this is a hallucination of Salad Fingers is because mm. we clearly see him in a dream state in this episode. Okay. I mean, like, I guess you could, like, uh, what is it, go inside of a dream to have another dream, maybe, but that doesn't feel like dream logic to me. You know what I mean? Okay, I see what you're saying. So we're now operating under the assumption this is a real world of some kind, and yes. it's horrifying. Okay. Yes, it is horrifying. Well, that um, is deeply upsetting. I also really don't like the word "red water" to describe blood. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Why I don't know why. So I don't know why I don't like it, but I really don't like it. No, not at all. Yeah. All, all right. right. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode <laughs> of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes. Tell a friend that sort of thing. But do you want to talk about Salad Fingers? Tell us how uncomfortable you are. You definitely should on the various social media platforms at Plug and Missing or email us at Plug and Missing Pod. Uh, we'll be back next week probably with another episode. As always, this was hosted by John Ward and Paul Reberg, produced by John Ward, edited by Paul Reberg, theme music by me as well. Come back next week when we will ask you Would you like to update Flash? We're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well. Please give us five stars on iTunes.